In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Peace to all on the Lord's Day, and a cutely beautiful day here in the Dells. So a special greeting to all the visitors to the Dells. Enjoy a beautiful, beautiful Sunday. We come now here in this parish to what we call the seventh Sunday in the Crusade of the Sacred Heart, which the goal of is, in between Thanksgiving and Christmas, to enthrone an icon of the Sacred Heart in every Christian home in this parish, making it a center of prayer, preaching our meditations from this book, Jesus, King of Love. And the, the focus for this week is titled, Be Saints. And it's an appropriate meditation for we hear that sort of haunting passage from the book of wisdom, Vanity of vanities, all things are vanity, dust and chasing after the wind. Our Lord hearkens to this, giving the parable of the foolish rich man and says it will be thus for all who store up treasure for themselves but are not rich in what matters to God. Enlightened by the Apostle Paul, if you are then raised with Christ, Think of what is above, which is another way of saying, be saints. Think of what is above, not below. Be saints. So, let's go to a little definition. Taking from the book, he writes, Speaking in a figurative sense, we might say that sanctity is a ray of light that returns to the sun. And I stop there. Hold that in your mind. Sanctity might be said to be a ray of light that returns to the sun. He continues, Or if you prefer, sanctity is Jesus Christ giving our earthly life an eternal duration, and we living here below on that one immutable reality which is Christ, with his heart for our school, our habitation, and our refuge. And I end the quotation there. That is the, the phenomenal definition of sanctity, to be the ray of light that goes back to the sun because here on earth below, the immutable reality is refuge in the heart of Christ, which is your school, your refuge, and your home, to learn Christ Jesus as the source of all and coming down to very many practical realities. I'll give you an example from my own life. The evening has come. I've done all my tasks for the day. Go home, have some dinner, make the requisite phone calls, finish all of my deeds to keep the house clean. Lo and behold, I've got a little free time before my appointed bedtime. Maybe I'll go watch the idiot box, which we call the television, right? See what's on there. Have my smartphone that makes me stupid right next to me and so forth, all right? And I'm going through, ah, there's nothing. Wouldn't you know it? On the 8 billion channels, there's nothing to watch. And then, oh my gosh, look, Godzilla is on. I could watch a computer-generated gigantic lizard smash up buildings and fight computer-generated huge bugs, and there'd be airplanes, and things go boom, and I could turn my brain off, and it'd be great, wouldn't it? I mean, it ends about an hour and a half before my bedtime, but I could just shut my mind off. Or 
I could go down, do my spiritual reading, say my breviary, go to bed on time, and be not half asleep in the confessional in the morning. See, therein lies the question, right? Something for the self, or something that's trying to be a ray of light that returns back to the sun. And there are many things like that. And it cannot always be easy. Again, this is not the hardest choice in the spiritual life, right? But have you ever said to yourself, should I pay attention to my kids or should I stare at my phone? Because my kids are saying the same dumb thing I've heard them say a million times. My phone is much more interesting. Just kidding, kids. Your parents love you and love everything you have to say. Right? And so on and so forth. This comes up over and over. And so there are choices. Will I store up a useless treasure for myself? Or will I try to go rich in the things that endure? Because guess what? Godzilla eventually becomes what? Boring. And then needs something else. It's not enough to have one Captain America movie. I have to have four or however many there are. It's not enough to have one. We have to have jillions and then we're all bored halfway through them and so on, right? That's why what do most Americans do in the middle of an NFL football game? Take a nap. <laughs> so on and so forth. So now I want to get to the second quotation. He writes, Union with God, the casting off of everything which interiorly or exteriorly is a cause of moral conflict. And I stop there. That's a great way. Anything that is on the inside or the inside, a cause of moral conflict, get rid of it. Whatever it is, if it causes interior, exterior moral conflict, get rid of it. The cross itself is sweetened and changed into a heavenly gift. And again, in short, the living on that truth which is Christ crucified, that love which is Christ in the blessed sacrament, all this can but produce a delightful tranquility of spirit and contentment of heart that the world can never know. And if the earth feels like a place of exile, a real calvary for those trying to be saints, perhaps more so for them than for other people, it happens to them what happened to our Lord in the garden. Jesus sweated blood in his agony, but his soul was transported by the delights of the vision of his Father. The saints are happiest on Calvary. It's when that conflict comes and you have to make the moral choice. Should I say the rosary? Should I stop off? You know, on my way home, I gotta get gas and glazer donuts at the quick truck, but before I do that, I stop and say a prayer in front of the Blessed Sacrament. I do a spiritual reading instead of playing doodle, candy, crush, whatever, on the phone, right? I pick up my siblings' clothes. I do their chore, even though it's not my turn to, and so on and so forth. And that cross, it's amazing. It becomes peace, absolute tranquility at the school of the heart of Jesus Christ. Whatever causes that inner or moral conflict, it goes away and all of the sudden I'm happiest on the cross and then my work gets better. I had this when I was a chaplain at the university. A young man struggling with purity came to me. Father, here's my laptop, here's my phone. Right now, 2009, UW-Madison studying civil engineering, no personal computer, 
no phone. The first time in his college year, he got straight A's the whole semester. Had to work a little harder. Life was a lot less convenient. Much happier, much more successful. Peace in his heart. This is what happens when, what causes moral conflict goes away because we want to be saints. We want to think is what is above. Our school is the heart of Jesus. Where we live is the heart of Jesus. Where we find refuge is the heart of Jesus and our prayer. And all of this leads to a lot of hard times, yes, but a deep tranquility of heart. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, Amen. Most sacred heart of Jesus, have mercy on us.